Welcome to So This Is Love. My name is Aaron. And my name's Leslie. And this is episode 42. Yes. Episode 42, and I don't sound drunk this time. <laughs> All right. So if anybody noticed um, last week's, the beginning and the end of last week's episode, the intro and outro that Leslie and I did, um, it was really late. And I woke up Leslie by saying, welcome to, and she was, <laughs> so this is love. Uh, she was, she was already in La La Land. She was not drunk. No, I was not drunk. <laughs> I I promise I still have 14 years of sobriety from alcohol and drugs. <laughs> uh, so we, we, it's a little bit uh, more relaxed these last two episodes because there's not much for us to do. We already did um, the, this session with Joey and Sarah like a month ago, mm-hmm. right? And uh, this is the second portion. Yes. And guys, really stay tuned. It's it's funny. They have some some really like hilarious things that happen to them, uh, and they get to talk about the proposal, which is always the best part. Yeah, you know of any their proposal was so cute. It too. was, and airplanes and. Movies mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of stuff, but there's also this cute little story um, that they tell about something that happened to them recently in- involving a spider. Oh yeah, and I just thought that was hilarious. It's a great story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but it, thank you so much for for coming back, for listening, and uh, <sighs> this this month is going to be really long. It's so crazy. No, I think it's going to be short. No, no, because Leslie and I are planning to go on vacation mm-hmm. at the end of, of this month. And anytime you plan a vacation, it just seems like it's longer and longer away. No, today, what is the date today? Uh, the, the second? Right, tomorrow's the third. That's 24 days till we go on vacation. 24 long days. No, my days have been going by so fast. I don't even... I don't even have enough time to do what I need to do. I don't know. I don't know. We we hired some new people where I work, and until they're trained, me and the managers are working like nine, ten hour shifts. And yeah, and maybe that's why it seems longer to you. But like my days are my normal hours, but they're just flying by, and it's because we have a lot of stuff coming up. Like yeah. I mean, probably for the next couple of weekends, it's just an event after event after event. And it's good. It's just, and it's super busy. So it's flying by for me. I guess it's yeah. really crawling for me. Mm. So I'm sorry, baby. But I also haven't had a vacation in over a year. Yeah, I mean, you've had time off, but like a couple of days, yeah. but not not vacation, vacation. No. no. So I'm really excited. Yeah. But okay, so we're gonna get into the second half of Julian Sarah's story. Yes, we are. So when did you realize the whole love thing? Because we had Sarah's, but we didn't have yours. I think it was a lot of things. I don't think it was it was one moment so much as it was the coming together of a series of... The culmination of... Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like my thing worked also, but what you said... Oh my gosh. It's just another way of saying the thing I said. <laughs> Please just tell me your story. Mine might have been maybe a little more poetic, but. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, um, 
My whole life, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Whatever. Um, my thing was, I was... I wasn't in a good place. Uh-huh. And I wasn't trying to fix myself with her. Because I didn't realize I wasn't in a good place, you know? Oh, I know. But things were better. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> things were better when she was around. Um, I didn't, like, hate her. <laughs> and that sounds, that sounds horrible, but, like, you get what I'm saying? I, w- I was just so miserable at the time. Mm-hmm. Nothing felt like it was worth doing. Nothing, nobody felt like they were worth talking Except to. Except for really. World of Warcraft. Except for, well, even, even World of Warcraft, like, I played it, and I resented playing it often. <laughs> um, sort of in the same way that earlier I said I wanted to leave church, partially because I didn't like having to be a place at a time. Mm-hmm. Just like that sort of thing. There's a game I'm, I'm paying money to play, and I'm, I supposedly enjoy, but there are times when I'm like, I don't want to be doing this. And I did it. Um, but I looked forward to talking to her. Mm-hmm. And there was something in her ability to see past what I did. Mm -hmm. Like something was beautiful about that. You know? Um, A kind of like mercy. And I I just, I thought this is the kind of person I'm not going to find again. She, She is a unique individual. Not that you know, everybody's not unique, but like, but I just got the feeling I could look my whole life and sort through a lifetime of empty relationships. But you know, at that point, that's all I had to look forward to. Uh. Um, and I'd never find anyone like her. And, and I knew I was in love and that I couldn't screw it up twice. I could. I had the capacity. Don't get me wrong. This wasn't like I've only I've got nowhere to go but up, right? Uh, Because my history, if you look at my history, it is me going. This is the bottom. Oh, but here's a shovel, right? I can Um, get deeper. I could. I can. I can find what is below the rock bottom. Uh Um, And there is that realization, and sort of it, strange enough, culminated in the moment. Between being shouted at of my friend going, if you don't tell her, you're an idiot. Almost like something from a romantic comedy. Like the moment where the guy's like, like she's going on a plane somewhere. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even going to go, whatever. And it's like, best friend was super funny the whole time. Like, mm-hmm. that's all he did. He's like, bro, you've got to do this. <laughs> and then he like jumps in his way to a nice car and like skids out, parks his car in front of the airplane. Like. In, in front of the, the airplane. airplane. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the airport, but like they always park in like horrible places. Yeah. Really just narcissists in that movie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but but that was that. That was the moment that I realized I had to tell her or I was an idiot. Which also meant this is how I feel. Yeah. Right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I loved you. I love you. I love you too. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Sometimes you make me want to karate chop you. In <laughs> I not only would I catch your hand, I would then judo flip you over. You have a couple. Of times. <laughs> so the next day, 
the next day, um, the friend that I'd been having a sleepover with, um, she and I went to the mall and, uh, our general routine for hanging out together was we would go to Dillard's and try on the most expensive dresses for a couple of hours <laughs> and do like little fashion shows, um, in the middle of the day and no one was really there. And, um, at the end of the day, after she and I had, um, you know, been mischievous all day, um, she was like, you should text Joey and tell him to go to the movies with us. And I was like, well we're not really dating and we're not really, I'm not supposed to go on dates um, yet. Cause I'm not, I'm not 18. And those were kind of the rules. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she was like, but it's not a date because I'm here. And I was like, well, you can't argue with that logic. <laughs> so, so I texted him and I was like, Hey, we're going to go see of all movies. Uh, Indiana, Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> you know, no. we did actually see Paul Blart Mall Cop in the theater together. But I was not prepared to share that information. <laughs> well, you are the one that brought up that movie, so there you go, world. We saw Paul Blart Mall Cop. We didn't like it, but we did pay money to see it. Funny, that was in our last interview, too. It was. Paul Blart Mall Cop came yes. up twice? Yep. Was it about people who left each other because one of them really liked Paul Blart Mall Cop and the other one had taste. That is so weird. That's like, it's like a cultural icon or something. I don't know. Oh, that's weird. A milestone. A milestone. No, we went to go see Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, which was terrible. Not quite as bad as Paul Blart Mall Cop, but... It had its moments. But pretty bad. And, um, but that was the first time that we held hands. We sat together in the movie. And, um, but this wasn't a date. It, it, I, I, it might have been our first date. I don't know. I mean, like, you can't, it can't really be a true date because there was a third person. Mm-hmm. You know, if the there was logic a, holds up. If there was a fourth, if there was a fourth person, yeah. it might have been a double date, but it was, I don't know. Is there such a thing as a third wheel date? I don't know. No, I'm just saying because, like, at that point, you were in high school. Right. And Joey had just graduated high school. Right. So, it's very much the way high schoolers think. Yeah. (laughs) But it's not a date. And I don't have to tell my mom about it. Here are the reasons this doesn't count. (laughs) One, I don't want it to. (laughs) Two, no one knows about it. (laughs) You can't make me. Yeah. Right. So, did, who held whose hand? I think I held his hand, but because my friend poked me and was like, "Hold his hand," <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so we did. But I was super funny about it because I was so paranoid that this empty someone in this empty theater would see us. Uh, so, like, we held hands underneath the the armrest, arm rest like a pair of people who look like one shoulder was. <laughs> About a foot lower than the other. And we were super uncomfortable the entire time. Our heads tapping. Right. To this day, my favorite thing is not to hold hands. It's just like... (laughs) If I could not hold hands with you for the rest of my life. (laughs) I actually told Joey recently, like, I just hold hands with you when you want to hold hands. Because I just don't like it very much. I I have sensitive hands. I don't know. But, um... But when we left the theater, um, we gave each other a hug and 
I whispered, I love you into his ear and, uh, and he whispered it back. And so that was, that was the sweeter version of the first time we ever said, I love you. Yeah. It was, it was cuter. And I was, I was cuter because the night before over the phone, like I was in pajamas and stuff, but the next day I was like in a skirt and I Mm -hmm. looked cute and yeah. I also was in a skirt and I looked (laughs) cute. (laughs) I believe it. (laughs) Well, he was adorable, but he wasn't wearing a skirt, thankfully. (laughs) Okay. And then what, like, how did you start dating? How old were you? I was 17, 17 when we started dating. Um, it's the next summer now. It's been, mm-hmm. a, it's been a year. Um, Guess what I'm, I'm doing? Playing World of Warcraft. I'm playing World of Warcraft. Yeah. Anytime we're ever on the phone in this span of time from when we started talking again to the next summer, um, he's either... I'm competing for volume with either... For other people and World of Warcraft or some sweet licks on the guitar because he was either practicing guitar or he was playing World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't care because I was 16 and oh my gosh, oh. like he's so good at guitar and he's so deep and um, he plays so much World of Warcraft. He's passionate about his hobbies. <laughs> That's a good way to conceptualize that. Yeah. Um, I was good at that at 16. Um, It's not a date if I'm here. (laughs) So, I'm 17. I'm at camp in North Carolina this year. um, Or I think I was a a counselor, a CIT again, counselor in training. And um, that year they did an outing for the counselors in training at the girl camp with the brother camp of Hollymont, which is Rockmont with all of the guy CITs. Mm-hmm. They got us together and we had like a, like we went to a dance or we just hung out. We went bowling. That's mm-hmm. what we went bowling. And then, um, we, we hung out at the, the, the guys camp for a little bit. It was like a mixer or something like that. And, um, I, I find out that one of the guys there used to be friends with my brother when my brother used to go to that camp. And so, like, we we talked about my brother and, like, how he used to draw a big smiley face on his on his belly and, like, make his belly button talk. And, um, I don't know, he would do, like, funny things like that. So, me and this guy were laughing about it. Um, and so, I texted my brother later when I got back to camp. And I was like, hey, I met this guy that used to be friends with you. He says hi. That was the extent of it. Uh-huh. And my brother's like, oh, so you and this guy, like, and I don't even remember his name because he was like, I don't know. He was just the guy that Mm -hmm. I met. And I was like, no, um, I didn't really like him that like that. And I'm not exactly available. Mm -hmm. I didn't say I was dating anybody. I just said I'm not available. Well, my brother goes straight to my parents and says, Sarah's got a boyfriend, Sarah's got a boyfriend, Sarah's got a boyfriend. And so my dad freaks out. (laughs) As my dad will do. And he gets really upset and um, he's just like, well, who is it? And blah, blah, blah. And of course my mom knows probably at this point that um, that is Joey. Uh, And so... But then they sort of like 
I mean, I'm still at camp for another week. Uh-huh. I, like, I was there for four weeks. I didn't even get home for a while. So I had... <laughs> he calmed down by the time I get home. And, of course, I know none of this is happening. Oh, wow. I have, I have no idea. So your brother didn't even tell you? Your parents didn't, didn't call you? Nothing. No, nobody called me. Nothing. So I get home... And my parents sit me down. And Joey's like tied up in the closet. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and they're like, so what's been going on with Alan says you have a boyfriend. And I was like, I don't have a boyfriend. That's false. I have. You know. <laughs> um, so, I mean, and I, and I could say that genuinely, you know, yeah. like the, uh, I was like, I know you guys don't want me to date till I'm 18. Um, there's this guy that I like, and we want to date each other, but we're waiting until um, we're waiting till I'm 18. And my dad says, "Well, we're gonna let you go ahead and start dating because the sooner you start dating, the sooner you'll get sick of him." Wow. Still here. <laughs> <laughs> That backfired. It it backfired hard on my poor dad. Um, So my dad leaves, and he, bless his heart, and I, I, I guess I haven't really thought about it until now. It's just like I think, I think that time in my life, that whole like transition into dating people like hit him really hard because he couldn't even like sit there with me afterwards. Like he just like he said. He said you can date, and then he just left, and I he went to go sulk and eat snacks somewhere. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and I just my, imagine him sadly drinking several specialty juices and like oh my God, <laughs> like strange snack like pistachio nibs. Yeah, I, he's um, and I I love my dad, but it really it really freaked him out the whole me growing up thing and I uh-huh. don't think I mean I was already 17 and I had never asked to date anybody else or talked to boys on the phone or or anything like that and so all of a sudden I've got a boyfriend that I don't really have and uh-huh. it just like really it really messed him up I guess and um because that was that's a really weird way to respond to a 17 year old wanting a boyfriend is fine you, you know the sooner you start dating him the sooner you'll get sick of him and I was like what that's so I was like <laughs> okay even at the time I was just like okay like so I have permission is what you're saying like, uh, no take back seats you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, um so after he left my mom was like so what do you love about him and so she and I kind of did the girl thing where uh, like I told him I love you. everything bro. Uh, no, always sad all the time. <laughs> I love the amount of World of Warcraft he plays. What was funny and probably should have been a red flag at the time is um, I had a hard time coming up with things to tell my mom. Like that would have been like a. I was just like, uh, well, well, he's awesome, and I promise, but I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how to answer that question. So, uh, no. but I, I came up with a couple of things. Um, I had been nervous to hear the whole, like, but you're sure he's not gay thing again. Yeah. Cause you know, his, his hobbies aren't exactly like wood chopping or like 
Football. Football or hunting, you know. He's not you're... gay, though I think he's in San Antonio watching an off-Broadway production of Rent right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, so do you want to tell him how, how we started dating? Um, well, if you'll believe it, I'm at James's house. <laughs> this is really the nexus of this like shifting point in my life. Uh-huh. Um, and I get a call. I get a call. Joey gets a call. I don't from make me. the call. Yeah. It's, it's from Sarah. And um <laughs> and this was also a short conversation because she had been busy. Again, you were at camp. Mm-hmm. But I'm home now. You're home now. So mm-hmm. we haven't been able to talk very much. I've got a lot going on, a lot of things happening, yeah. like World playing World of Warcraft <laughs> and being sad, um, less sad in those days. Mm-hmm. But um, And so uh, I get a call and we say our hellos very quickly and then she goes, hey, we're dating now. <laughs> Just uh, for your information. And my response is, what? <laughs> <laughs> She goes, yeah, uh, my brother, she tells all this. She goes, so we're, we're dating now. And I was like, oh, that's, that's awesome. Do I have to talk to your dad? No, we're just dating now. Oh, <laughs> um, cool. Uh, so what, what do you, what do you want to do? I don't think you even asked. I said, so pick me up on Wednesday. Cause that we're going to go to the movies. Uh-huh. That's a, yeah, we're going to have our first date. And so what happens next? Well, amazing. I okay, no, I go to Target the next day because I realize I've got no good button ups. Like all of them were like high school button ups, so like mm-hmm. they they were all like the pearl snap and like yeah. they were there to look cool, but they weren't really like <laughs> date great night. great for meeting parents or date night clothes. or date night. Yeah, <laughs> so I go to Target and I because uh, that's where you get. Your really fancy, fancy shirts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my whole life I'd been a large. And I'm trying them on and nothing's fitting. Uh-huh. Everything's just a little too tight. And I move into extra large and I start freaking out about that. I'm like, what's the extra? Where's the extra coming from? Well, I think it came from World of Warcraft. Uh, <laughs> um, maybe. Sedentary. And um, how dare you. Anyway, so I... <laughs> I finally find a shirt. This is the day before. And um, the whole time my mom was like, what do you really want to get that shirt? You're going to meet her. You're going to meet her parents. And they're white. (laughs) (laughs) You really want to get that shirt? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I love my mom so much. I do too. She's great. Because because somewhere that factored in, right? Like, they're white. And they're white. Um... And so I get the shirt. I like the next day I drive up to Harlingen. I've got like my crudely drawn instructions on like how to get to our house because this is pre like really smartphones where uh-huh. we all have GPS walking around with us now. Yeah. These are the days where you still have to sort of have something. Mm-hmm. And I'd never driven to Harlingen on my own. I'd never really done much of anywhere. Um, and so. I find my way after a little while and I go into her, I, I go knock on her door 
Um, what I really want to do is be at the front honk and have her come out. <laughs> but that doesn't work. But I told him he had to come in and meet yep. my parents and yep. do the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> because you know, she's white. So. Yeah, because they're white. White um, in homeschool. <laughs> um, and so you go knock on the door. She lets me in. And I'm thinking this is going to be a, hi, I'm Joey. We're leaving now. There are brownies. Oh. I've made nervous excitement brownies. Uh-huh. Um, and ice cream. And so now I have the task of talking to people while eating brownies. Mm-hmm. And In also my, not getting his shirt dirty. My new <laughs> white shirt. I knew, it was, I knew it was white. I knew it. Is this the shirt that your mom kept asking you? Are you sure you want to get well, that Well, it shirt? was like white with like blue stripes. It was like yeah. an Oxford. Oh, okay. Um, hold up. No, it was uh, a long sleeve button. Oh, yeah. Come on, Aaron. I, every time I think of Oxford, I think polo. Anyway, anyway, um, and so I'm there talking to her parents, making small talk, and just like the most attention I've ever paid to anything on a spoon. <laughs> I think I still spilled something on myself. Uh, but that night, once all was said and done, we went to watch The Dark Knight. We didn't do any kissing of any kind because I was still. Uh, really into the notion that we would not do that until we were engaged. At least engaged. Yeah. Not like the married thing. Yeah, I think it's and you know power all power to you if you're gonna do that like first kiss when you like on the altar thing like that's totally cool. Um, but I guess I had never kissed anyone in my whole life, and I was not about to have my first kiss on the altar like that. in front of people. In front of people. people, you wanted to be like practiced. You wanted it to look natural, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's what we did. I, yeah, it was all for si- it's science. It's, <laughs> um, and let me tell you. I'm really glad that our first kiss was not in front of a bunch of people because it was... Uh, oh my goodness. It was embarrassing. It wait, was so embarrassing. so you go on the date. Um, do you wait till you're engaged to kiss or... No, we didn't make it that far. Um, I, well, mind you, we didn't get engaged. See, in my head, even though I'm now a 17-year-old child, um, <laughs> I think like... We're going to date for a year, get engaged, and be married a year after that. Like, in, I'm ready to be married at 20 years old. Like, in my head, we are going to get engaged when we can afford to get <laughs> married and have a house. Yeah, we had this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, he always, he agreed with the whole, like, I'm going to marry you thing. Mm-hmm. But not We just now. didn't have matching timelines. Yeah. And, um, that was when my codependency kicked in. And so I didn't really like in or like push it at all. Mm -hmm. Although, um, the year we got married, I had actually like put a deadline on it that he didn't know about. I had just said, if I'm not engaged by this time, then I'm just going to end it because this is not going anywhere Mm -hmm. because it had been five years. Yeah. I remember that time. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. But our first date, 
you really I remember right up until he proposed like we because we all knew when that was going to happen yes and so and I remember having conversations with you right before that you're like I just don't know I don't know like this has to happen soon or it's just not going to happen yeah <laughs> we actually got married on our on my cutoff day Wow. Um, September the 21st was the, I was just like, if it's not, if I'm not engaged by this day, then I'm just like, we're just done because this is ridiculous. I'm done waiting. There's, <laughs> there's got to be another nerd out there with be, with a beard that is, is very cuddly. No, because... you can't hurry love. <laughs> <laughs> just got to wait. Um, love don't come easy. Um, we already loved each other, okay? It's a yeah. game I can of I can hurry marriage as much as I want. <laughs> I just didn't do it. But on our first date, like we kept like looking at each other. Uh-huh. Like I would look up at him with my big blue eyes and and um he you know, we both thought about kissing each other a lot that night, but we managed not to. Um I don't know how long we, we thought that we waited like a really long time before our first kiss, but we thought we waited a really long time for other stuff too. <laughs> but after you know, in retrospect, later on when we did the math, it, it was, was like, like a month total or something ridiculous. I think it was th- uh, maybe two months to a two weeks to a month for the kissing, and mm-hmm. then like three months for other things. Other things. And, and I, the dance contests. Yes. Lamada? Tango? <laughs> and so this was this was early this was early summer, right? Yes. That you guys started dating because July. It was July. Because that's when I proposed to Leslie, um, and we got married in October and you guys came to the wedding. Yes. And you guys were already dating. Yes. Okay, so how long did that go on? Because you guys said you were you were dating for what four years? Five years. Five years. We were dating for five years when we got engaged. We were so we were away from church, making poor life choices for <laughs> um, since nineteen ninety. I want to say three of those years. Maybe three, yeah. Because and here's here's how I have that in my mind. <laughs> The change came with build our home. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whatever year, two thousand ten. So two years. So we got we started dating in 08. Build our home happened in two thousand and ten, and that was when that really changed a lot for for me. And because I am the catalyst of Joey's life, it also changed <laughs> a lot. <of> Joey. <laughs> um, it actually started when we ran into you guys at Olive Garden um, yeah. that one night, and. I don't know what possessed you, but you were like, hey, you do graphic design, right? And I was like, yeah. I always hate it when people start um, a sentence with that. Or like yeah, a, graphic design, right? a question. With you want to make a flyer for my band? Yeah, it's always <laughs> stuff like that. Like, do you want to do some really extensive work for free? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, yeah. And you were like, well, we're starting this new campaign at church to, um, to buy land to move our church and um i think that you should do work on it and i was like yeah cool that's that's good and um i totally expected you to never call me and um and so i would work um at the church office Mm -hmm. which was really weird for me because i had sort of sunk into joey's dreariness Mm -hmm. and his 
his I was now Negasari. Yeah. Sarah Negasari. Uh, I was now Negasara because, like, he was in a sad place, mm-hmm. and I, being with me, made it more tolerable, but ultimately, we were both just really depressed, Broken. really, really depressed um, with where we were in our lives, and I remember walking in to the church office and just feeling super out of place, all of the interns, like, were in the in the workroom right at the front and yeah. like turned and looked at me with all like smiles and tans <laughs> and stuff and um and I was just like I'm pretty sure I had like mascara from the day before oh under like I had like a raccoon a little bit that I had just sort of like cleaned up mm-hmm. and I was like in a black t-shirt which was my um and still kind of is my uniform mm-hmm. and um I was just like not bubbly at all. And I had been expecting rejection. Huh. Like I was anticipating like, Oh, cause I, I already said like, I knew people knew. Mm-hmm. So I'm this sinner. Yeah. I'm a, I'm the girl who walked away from God, walked away from church. But I remember like you, you guys would be there for hours mm-hmm. in the office and I bought you guys pizza. Yeah. And I don't, we didn't even talk about, like, you being paid for it until after everything was done. Yeah, that was, like, the real turning point. Because I thought I was doing all of this voluntarily. Mm-hmm. I was just, you know, I, um, I, I wanted to. And I... Um, I've always had a real struggle with trying to earn my salvation anyway. And yeah. so um, I was like, I'm going to come and I'm going to do this and I'm, hopefully God will like it. And then I'll just like... <laughs> I'll be absolved. I'll be... No, I, I I didn't think there was ever enough that I could do yeah. to earn my salvation. And so I would just like disappear again. I, mm-hmm. I wanted to disappear again. Um, and then after it was all over... You asked me, like, how many hours do you think I worked on it? And I was like, I don't know. I I don't want to get paid, so don't. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you. And you were like, Pastor Kenny wants to know how many hours you worked. There's no way I'm going to say no to Pastor Kenny. So you were like, okay, well, I have a check for you, so come by my house. Mm -hmm. So Joey and I drive up to your house, and we went and got this check from you. And I'm thinking, you know... They calculated maybe minimum wage, and it was like 20 hours or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, and I open it, and it's a check for like six hundred dollars. Yeah, it was a it was a very intense check, and uh, I don't I don't think I had ever been paid that much in one paycheck for anything, even when I worked at Forever Twenty One. Um, I had certainly never made that much, like at in one night at Olive Garden. Yeah. Uh, and not that this was one night. This is a long series of, of nights. But um, I just started crying, like bawling. <laughs> and um, this was just like, I just felt like it was God saying, like, I love you no matter what. Yeah. And I love you enough to pay you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, really, it's a really weird, like money is a really, it's a triggery thing for me. Uh-huh. Uh, and so a lot of it in one place was like, 
it was a it was a huge blessing and that was the moment I was like for real for real we have to we have to go back to church mm-hmm. I have to fix my relationship with God because I can't do this anymore I'm sick of living how we live yeah. just really disconnected that was how I felt it's just like disconnected from everyone in church and after the after you got the check um I told you, Joey, something that really kind of hurt your feelings. I don't remember. I said that you needed to come join my step study. Oh! Oh, gosh, was that then? Yes. It hurt my feelings. It made me furious. <laughs> um, I was indignant. Oh, I remember. Um, we had multiple conversations. Oh, yeah. Well, it came in phases. What happens is Aaron had been in recovery for a while. I had been in recovery for no while. (laughs) (laughs) And I wanted to keep it that way. I played at recovery a couple of times. Um, But, you know, that was you show up, you play, you get, like, a sausage sandwich. And then you leave. (laughs) Um, Serenity. Serenity dog. Serenity dog. Um, And so, like, that was the currency that got me to recovery. (laughs) All of a sudden, he says, I want you to come to this thing for a year. Remember earlier when I said, like, I don't like being a place at a time? (laughs) This is a place at a time for a year, and it's not even World of Warcraft. Um, Which I wasn't playing anymore. Um, How did he get you to join? uh, Well, I'm going to tell that story in just a moment. After this commercial. What? This is where you put a commercial in, right? Sure. Okay. Um, anyway, so now that we're back. Now that we're back. <laughs> I'm going to punch you. <laughs> with love? No, with my fist. <laughs> Is your fist named Love? Yeah. <laughs> and the other one's named Peace. Oh, I would have gone with Mercy. Love and Mercy. Like sure. the Beach Boys. Yeah, anyway, um, so. He says, Joey, I think you need to join my 12-step. And I don't think I used the word think. Well, Joey, you need to join my 12-step study. And I Is it impaired? got really <laughs> upset. I think he said it as a, like in a text. Yeah. And I did not respond. No. I was mad. I was like, first of all, you want me to do things. How dare you? Second of all, I don't do those things. Like that. That's for people... Who have problems. Yeah. You know, um, and that's what everybody thinks, right? That's for those people. That's for somebody else. That's not for me. Um, and my thing was, I, I'm not going to do this. I don't want to do this. So I told Sarah, I go, you'll never believe. <laughs> you will never believe what stupid Aaron wants me to do. And I told her, and she goes, I kind of want to do a 12 step. You remember that? This yeah. is how you get me to go. Because we started playing 12-step chicken. It's 12 Except I thought we were playing that. She wasn't. She really wanted to do one. Uh-huh. We did one this, at the same time. Yeah, because Leslie <laughs> so had one going on. She goes, I did. Yeah, she goes, I think I want to do Leslie's 12-step. And the codependent in me goes, well, crud. Now I've got to turn this around. <laughs> and so I go, well, I'm thinking about maybe doing Aaron's, <laughs> Aaron's 12-step. I don't know. But like... I really wanted her to be mad with me at you. I really wanted her to be like, yeah, what's wrong with him? But instead she goes, 
I'm thinking of doing one too. And so I got to go like, well, yeah, I guess I, I was also thinking about, I was just upset that he brought it up. As well. And so over like the next week, we're sort of like, she's going like, you know, I really think I'm going to do it. And I'm like, I, I might do it too. Huh? Yeah. All right. Like I think, and so I sign up for the thing and the whole time I'm waiting for her to back out. I'm waiting for her to be like, you know what? Never mind. We don't do things at times. Aww. Right. <laughs> um, movie. And then I've got the stupid books. Oh yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, this is good. I can't even afford the books. Like I didn't have a job at the time. So I go, you know what? I can't do it. I can't afford the books. And I was like, I'll buy them for you. <laughs> because money is thing. never money is never a reason um, and so I, I really dug into it and I started really doing my work and we got to this point where Aaron sends me a text and he goes hey I need you to do something and at this point I'm like you know what I'm committed to this I'll do what I got to do. He says, I want you to start coming on Friday nights. And I'm like, no, Aaron, I hate you. I don't do things at times. And I was furious and I go to Sarah again. And I go, Sarah, will you believe what stupid Aaron wants me to do? Look at this. He says, I need to go to Friday nights now. It's not enough. He's taking my Tuesdays. That's what I said. He's yeah. taking my Tuesdays. I remember that. <laughs> He's taking them from me with his greedy hands. He's taking them. And, and now he wants me to come Fridays? What next? Huh? Thursdays? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, because eventually I joined the band, so I didn't come Fridays. But uh, it's like, he wants me to come Fridays. Oh, I'm not gonna. And then Sarah goes... And I really think I want to start going. <laughs> and I'm still deeply trenched, like entrenched in my codependency. So I go, well, I mean, I might go. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. <laughs> and so I played chicken on the Friday night. And you lost. You know, I've come to realize me losing chicken is a pretty consistent blessing. Yeah. Okay, so you both went through 12 steps, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then, when, and did, then when did Joey decide to propose? Oh, oh my that, gosh. That was actually a function of the 12 step. Mm-hmm. You see, Sarah went into her 12 step, and the theme of that 12 step was we're going to work through our issues. I went into a 12 step, and the theme of that 12 step was here's why you need to get married. Oh. <laughs> and the author of that book is Pastor Michael Dean. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, I asked him to be my sponsor. Because I wanted somebody I couldn't walk all over. Mm-hmm. Don't take this the wrong way, Aaron. But I was like, I can dodge Aaron. I can dodge Aaron all day. He can ask you a question and I'll dance around it. I need someone who kind of scares me. And so the first, the first time I walk into Mike Dean's office, there's a sword on the wall. Yeah. And, like a, and a gun in his pocket. There's a gun in his I know there's a gun in the room. I suspect there may be more than one. <laughs> There's just like, it's like a tribute to masculinity. There's like, <laughs> there's a fish that's a cup. There, there's like deer all over the place. Like antlers. Antlers. Uh, there's a, there's a roaring fire. <laughs> Everything's made of wood. <laughs> Only portions of that are true. Um, <laughs> the sword being one of them. But uh, I walk into his office and I see that and I go, I think I picked right. And so. We sit down the first time we talk and we do expectations and all that. And the next time we come in, I come in prepared with my list. 
um, my list of like people I've heard and people who've heard me. And I'm expecting to like get through those and I'm expecting to get some work done. <laughs> and instead he just starts talking to me about Sarah. And I'm like, what does she have to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> Great, yeah, that's <laughs> That's flattering. We're not, well, we're, we weren't on your page yet. <laughs> you just had one page for me? We weren't in your binder yet. <laughs> um, and uh, he starts just sort of talking about Sarah and like, so how long have you guys been together? And how do you feel about marriage and all that sort of stuff? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, we can start here under D for dad. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 okay, wait. And so we start talking. And and then the next time I come in, I'm expecting more of that. So I've got like plans to like deflect. And then we actually go through my list. And then the next time I come in, it's back to Sarah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so the next time I come in, I'm thinking it's going to be list again. And then Sarah and then list and then Sarah. It was Sarah again. He tricked me. Um, and I realized after a while, cause I'm thinking, man, this guy has got a system down. He, after knowing him long enough, I think it was a whim sort of like, you know, like, or maybe a prompting, like today's the day we talk about this. Yeah. Today's the day we, I, I'm there thinking there's gotta be a system. No. <laughs> what is, I need to read this like, man. Yeah. There's no system. There's no system. <laughs> um, and so. As we're going, he's encouraging me, like, set a date. Set a date by which you have to have a ring. Yes. Like, I don't care how long that date is. If it's a long shot, if it's too soon, if it's too late, set a date. And trust that God will take care of you. And I'm going, I mean... And he points out, look, if you wait for ideal conditions... It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Um, he says, but she's waited long enough. Yeah. You go, she's Boom. waited. <laughs> you go, she's waited long enough. Bless you, Pastor Mike. And you need, <laughs> you just need to step up and do this. You shouldn't be afraid. Eventually, I prayed and I hit a date, and I can't remember what the date is. March the 3rd. <laughs> no, 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 not for the proposal, a date by oh, which I had to have, the ring. have the ring. It was in November, I think? <laughs> I'm not sure. But what happened was the day... I decided on that date. A couple hours later, I got a call from the district. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, uh, you've got an interview for the position. I was like, what? Okay. Okay, God. I see what you're doing here. <laughs> and so I began taking every job I could. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I spent a week at a school out that directly faced the border wall. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I took every job I could and I hid away every penny because I'm trying to hide this from her. Um, Terribly. Oh, uh, don't even. You were surprised. When I happened. was surprised for the day, the day that I was engaged, but I was very totally aware of that you were going to buy a ring. I didn't know when, but then I found out when the box got there because you were like, don't look for a box. Oh, yeah, And yeah. I was like, oh, there's a ring in this room. <laughs> <laughs> I sense it's And crazy. I picked it out, you know, like yeah, yeah. I had been shopping around on Etsy To be fair, you've been shopping around for rings for like our entire relationship. Yeah. <laughs> I would just send one, like, there's this one. Look at this. They had gotten smaller over the years. <laughs> As she realized <laughs> more and more of my true potential. Aw, no, not like that, honey. No. Just like No, that. no, I know, I know. I mean, 
to be real, I was buying this in a very short period of time. So <laughs> I had the money just in time. I'm ordering the ring. I know when I'm going to do this. I know when I'm going to propose. The timeline is tight, but it can happen, mm-hmm. right? This ring is, like, handcrafted. It, it's got, like, a... It's not a particularly large diamond, but it's, like, a cruelty-free or whatever. Uh, it's not a blood diamond. It's not a blood diamond. <laughs> not a blood diamond. <laughs> like, and it's a... We hope it's a diamond. We There was no, like... <laughs> there was no certificate or anything like that. Honestly, I would not care if it was topaz or, like, a, what is the other thing? Cubic zirconia. But I ordered from this guy on Etsy who or I guess it's a woman who who like makes them by hand and everything is set the day before it's supposed to arrive or be shipped. <laughs> I get an email. She says, Hey, we don't have the diamond. And I respond, Hey, what do you mean? <laughs> um, she goes, we had the diamond, and we can't find it. And um, I'm there going, where does a diamond get to? <laughs> like, is I there have a, no idea about any of that. Is there a tiny diamond thief? <laughs> like, is somebody like, and I mean like a very little one you can't see. Who's running around taking diamonds like one at a time, so as to not arouse too much suspicion? Easy to fence, you know. I put a lot of thought into this, but really, what I ended up emailing back because I'm you know still struggling with codependency was okay. Well, please do your best. Um, and I get an email later that day. Hey, we still don't have the diamond. We can't find it. We don't know where it is. Would you like another ring? And I respond, what other rings are there? And they send me a link to a couple of pictures of rings. And they were nothing like the one Sarah picked out. I mean, like, I don't know a lot about jewelry. Uh-huh. But they were ugly. <laughs> I, I know enough to say they were ugly rings. And um, I, like, picked this out. <laughs> I was like, this is the one this Sarah, one this one only this one Sarah no is particular if she's anything Joey says that um, if I ever write an autobiography I should title it I feel very strongly about this <laughs> <laughs> and it'll just be a 2,000 page list I'll just say it'd be a really long a really long <laughs> book it would <laughs> but um so I'm emailing back. I'm going, are there any other rings? Is there a way to replicate the ring? Can you take the diamond from another ring? <laughs> what can we do about the ring? You know, I don't care if somebody died to get the ring. Like, it, it doesn't have to be cruelty free. I won't tell anyone. I'll take the bloody one. <laughs> I'll take, like, just dry up, dry that blood off a little. And, like, and I, I'm sending out just massive amounts of emails well into the night. And somewhere around... I want to say, like, two-something. I get an email back going, we have the diamond. The ring will be going out tomorrow. Uh-huh. And they attached a picture of the wrong ring. Uh. To which I very quickly respond, not that ring. <laughs> All caps, because at that point I'm tired. And codependency <laughs> has gone out went the out the window. Right? 
all caps, not that ring, exclamation points. <laughs> Can't believe I never told you this. I know, you've never told me. And, um, and they respond back, sorry, I uh, attached a picture of the wrong ring, they sent the right ring. Okay. Ultimately, we got the right ring. And so it came time to propose. Now, I, mean, I thought you did very well with this, though. The proposal was probably the coolest, most well thought out proposal I've ever seen. And I've seen quite a few romantic comedies. <laughs> um, I have seen the ending uh, or uh, whatever season Michael and Holly get engaged in the office. That was very cute. But this this is like everything else pales in comparison to the way Joey pro- uh, proposed. And I think the reason that you have always conveniently left out the difficulties with the ring in the box mm-hmm. is because everything else that went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Um, so I wrangled a hundred geese. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's not true. No, it had nothing to do with geese, thankfully. <laughs> yeah, she actually... Me and uh, geese don't get along very well. That's it's a whole a, other story. <laughs> it's a familial thing, if you'll okay. believe that. It goes back generations. <laughs> um, it does. It's weird. Wow. Don't forget. <laughs> We'll tell that story another time. Later. Anyway, so I mentioned earlier that through D&D, I met Harry, mm-hmm. who's a friend of ours. And for a while, like he had a web development company. He did a bunch of things. He was great with tech. He helped with the videos back when. Mm-hmm. Um, he became a good friend of mine. And so I had this crazy idea. Mm. That's the culmination. Don't spoil it. Get to the, like, when I tell this story, I wait until you don't expect what's going to happen. And I prefer it be told that way. Do you want to tell the story? No. <laughs> she I just might. wants you to tell it the way that she would. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, just don't give too much away because it's like the, oh. I want I want them to experience it how I experienced it. Then I'd prefer you tell the story. And I will come in later. Okay, you, yeah, you tell, you can tell all of the background things that were going horribly while I am blissfully <laughs> everywhere. That's How right. That you tell your part first, and then I will come in with the re- cruel realities. Okay, so <laughs> when we started talking about getting engaged, um, for anyone who's ever been on Pinterest, there oh, are wow. those little, like, um, when I get engaged, make sure my nails are done. Um, make sure my family's there, make it a total surprise and something else. Like it's Mm -hmm. a little, it's a little, you know, it's a girl and she's got a ring on and she's beautiful. And it's like all of these little criteria. So I sent it to him and I was like, yes, do this. Like make sure my nails are done. Um, and I don't want my family to be there, but like make it a total surprise. I don't want to know about it at all. And I'm kind of a bloodhound about these sort of things. So Uh I was like, you have to be really sneaky. Okay. (laughs) And, um, so Valentine's day comes and goes and I'm like, okay, (laughs) I don't know why I'm not engaged yet. (laughs) And, um, but my birthday is in March. Both of our birthdays are in March. And I was like, oh, he's going to propose on my birthday. That's awesome. Because I love my birthday. Um, and so, um, Joey is very meticulous in, in how he planned, right? So I had a tradition where I would paint my nails fresh every Sunday morning before church. Um, I also have a 
Joey and I on Sunday mornings we would we we would say to each other like is it a t-shirt day or is it a nice day mm-hmm. because sometimes I would just be like oh, I just want to wear a t-shirt to church but some days I would be like I want to wear a nice top and I want to put makeup on but it was all based on how I felt that morning and mm-hmm. how well I had slept etc so that morning he texted me and said I'm assuming today's not a t-shirt day but I read I'm assuming today is a t-shirt day and I said, yes. So I'm wearing my Batman t-shirt and I decided not to paint my nails that day. Just even though it's a thing that I do literally every week. Yeah. And um, and I, Joey shows up and he's like in a button up and he looks at me and he's like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's a t-shirt day. And he was like. Nuh-uh. <laughs> and he was like, what happened to your nails? And I was like, oh, I decided not to paint them today. And he was like, okay. And like <laughs> trying to hide his disappointment. And of course, I'm completely, totally not paying attention to any mm-hmm. of this. I'm just like, do-do-do-do-do. Today's a totally normal day. I'm expecting to be proposed to on my birthday. And mm-hmm. it's the third. Yeah. My birthday's not for three more days. So, um, we went to church and then, um, that afternoon we had a, um, like a church event. Mm -hmm. So we went to that event. Um, oh, and all during the morning, random people kept coming up to me, specifically women and being like, Hey, Sarah, (laughs) in that voice, you know, in that really high, like, I know something you don't know, voice, like, um, and being like, how's it going? And being like, we really need to get together sometime this week so we can just talk and catch up and see. And I was just like, yeah, <laughs> totally. For re- like, because I was just like, I don't know why this keeps happening, but that is just, people just love me. <laughs> and of course, people were just coming over to see if I had a ring on or not because... Yeah. You know, a lot of people knew, like, he was proposing soon. And uh, those that knew he was proposing that night, um, I guess, were coming over to, like, test the waters and see if I knew anything. Um, again, I had asked several people to check. Yeah. Oh, really? That's hilarious. Well, well again, totally unaware. Just in la-la land the whole day. Um, the only way I could have been less aware of my surroundings is if someone had drugged me (laughs) and that's not normally how I am. It was just a really weird day. Um, we went out to dinner with, um, all of our, like a lot of our really close friends and incidentally, the the people who we had chosen to be our grooms people. Yes. And bridesmaids and in the car. And I, I don't know if you remember this, but on the way home from dinner, um, I said, isn't it so funny that all of the people that we asked to be bridesmaids and groomsmen, like that they're, they were at dinner tonight. Like, and like, but Joey had planned it that way yeah. because, Oh, I remember you saying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I was again, completely unaware. Um, a friend, uh, Ruth, Ruth Lewis, um, about a week earlier had told me like, Hey, Like, I want to do another outdoor movie night. That was something that we had done pretty Mm -hmm. frequently is I would, Joey had this really cheapy projector and I would go and hang a sheet outside and um, we would watch a movie outside. 
And so the night before I had like strung lights and made everything really pretty and I had gotten the stuff to make hot cocoa and popcorn and so um I decorated my own engagement (laughs) unknowingly and um so she's like yeah I want to watch like a superhero movie because the last time we watched like Thor or something like that and I was like okay whatever like what movie do you want she's like "Mm, I want to watch The Dark Knight I was like well that's random but okay whatever I'll tell Joey he'll get it together and um not even thinking about that the Dark Knight was... Your first date. Our first official. date. Right, our first official date. Oh my goodness, if uh, if our in- engagement story included the Crystal Skull, I think we'd probably have to <laughs> alter it so we didn't have to tell that story. But um, So, uh, I'm inside and I'm making hot cocoa and things don't seem like they're going super well outside. Somebody keeps saying, like, the movie won't play, something like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, so we play a board game. Like, whatever. We're all here. We're all hanging out. I don't understand. But several people are very concerned about this movie. The movie won't play. And so Joey's like, uh, he's trying to play it off of his Xbox or something like that. And... I don't know. What what happened there? It was a PlayStation 2. Yeah. Okay. Well, initially we had a DVD player. I'd had... Um, and this will this will come in during my retelling of the night. But uh, I did have a months-old PlayStation 2. It had stopped working months ago. Wouldn't read any discs. And um, that, was our, that was our Hail Mary there. Yeah. So Joey comes in the kitchen. He's like, the DVD player's not working. I'm going to go get the PlayStation 2 out of my car, and we'll see if that works. And he just has this urgency in his voice. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I go, have fun. And Whatever. Like, Making hot cocoa and chilling out with Mary. And I cannot figure out for the life of me why everybody is just so on edge. I was like, everybody needs to chill out. We're going to drink cocoa, guys. It'll yeah, be fun. Yeah, have some cocoa. Have some popcorn. So, um triumphantly they are they come in and they're like it's working (laughs) and i was like okay it's very important apparently that this works so i go and sit down outside and we all sit down and we're watching the movie and about 15 or 20 minutes in um joey pops up on the screen uh-huh. In in the movie, <laughs> and, and but he's not in the movie. I mean, it's right before um, the Joker makes the pencil disappear, which oh. they probably should have found a different spot. I mean, because literally he's about to jam that guy's <laughs> face into the table, and then it's it's hey, and he sort of does the whole like uh, I didn't see you there uh, thing. I think I don't remember. It's been a long time since we've watched the DVD. I still have it. Um. <laughs> And he's standing in the studio where they normally film, like, the small group lesson. Mm -hmm. And at first, I'm really embarrassed. Like, oh, my gosh, what is this video? Somehow, Joey has, like, bootlegged his own (laughs) thing. And, like, it's going to be something, like, a little private video that he did to, like, encourage himself or something. (laughs) Hey, Joey. I know you're feeling down lately. (laughs) Uh, 
real talk, sometimes I will do that. Like at the end of a recording, after everyone's gone, I'll turn the camera back on and be like, hey, Sarah, everything's going to be fine. <laughs> you really? I, I've done it once or twice. Um, and, and so, and then I get like, I'm being proposed to. Like, uh-huh. and, I, and so I start choking up and um, the video says something really sweet that I, have, I don't remember at all. And, um, and then the video tells me that I can turn around. And so I turn around and Joey's on one knee mm-hmm. and he's got my box and my ring. Um, and, uh, he said other sweet things that I can't remember <laughs> and, um, asked me to marry him. And I said, yes. And, uh, our friends took two pictures and, um, somebody started a video in which I said terrible things for some so reason. So just kind of like shade I kept, people. like, I kept throwing shade at other engaged couples. Huh. Huh. She's like, been a um, little bitter. I, I, you know, I was, I had been, cause, um. You can only go to so many weddings while going, where's my ring? I was like, at, at a couple of weddings, I was like, these people are children. Children are getting married, and we are not. <laughs> when we're like a year older, <laughs> uh, several, several years. But um, but yeah, it was beautiful. And I came back inside, and I told my grandma, I was like, my gra- grandma, I'm engaged. And, and uh, she was like, to who? <laughs> <laughs> no, she was like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> and uh, because that's my grandma, I love her. And. Uh, and yeah, that's how he surprised me. And it was just so inventive and somehow he got me to decorate it without realizing yeah. and everything was it was that's sneaky. It was sneaky and it was perfect and uh, I had no clue. I was very surprised. My turn. Yes. So <laughs> um Carrie used to help with the small group videos. And uh a couple of times I've been talking to Bo, our small group pastor, about like just doing ridiculous outtakes mm-hmm. for um for the small group videos where like it would come up at the end of it all and he'd be holding a book. And he'd turn and close it in that standard sort of trope and go like, Oh hi, I didn't miss you there. <laughs> or I didn't miss you there. I'm a little tired. Hi, I, I, I didn't see you there. Oh Hesterberg, da 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 da. Yeah, it's not like that. Um and so that nonsense sort of spawned this idea of what if I could like put myself in the pro- like in a video. If I could do a video proposal, and it could be really immersive. I could be wearing the same thing I'm wearing in the video and he in was. real life. I forgot uh, about that. And like, we, I could put it into something, and it sort of it all came together. The concept, and I asked Carrie, "Hey, if I can get you my copy of The Dark Knight." Can you make it digital and then put me in it? And I think he said something like, as Batman. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, yes. (laughs) Um, And and so he filmed, you know, like it was awesome for him to do, like in his free time. We went up to the studio and he filmed um, a couple takes for me and I had everything ready. And I had the disc done after, uh, he took some time to get it like all edited together and, and uh, 
he he gave me the disc and I guarded that with my life as everything was coming in. Mm-hmm. I had it in my desk for a while and I was trying to figure out how to get this together. So I talked to Ruth and I asked her to pitch the idea of a movie night because we'd done that before. Mm-hmm. And specifically to ask for the, like to be adamant, like I've never seen the dark Knight because I knew Sarah would go like, you've never seen the dark Knight," <laughs> And for her to be like, yeah, I really want to. And so the trap was set. I talked to the people that we knew were going to be our, our like our party our wedding party. And I said, Hey, this is the day I want to do this. Um, so I'd like you all to come to dinner with us after, after church. And we're going to go to her favorite plate. Like she loves steak. So we're going to go to Roadhouse. We're going to get her some steak. Steak is my love language. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I had my plans already. I know like she wanted her nails done and I couldn't think of a way to make that happen. And then I realized Sundays, she does her nails Sundays. Mm-hmm. I also realized I could make sure she's made up Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> um, so everything was working. I'm trying to put everything together in an inconspicuous way. I had Ruth set, like toss out the idea of the movie night. movie night. When Sarah brought the idea to me, I pretended to be hesitant. Like, I don't know if we can do that. I don't know if we have enough time. Or like, if, if, like, I don't know where my projector is. <laughs> but I, I guess we'll figure it out. Um, everything was going together. Right? I figured Sarah would want the backyard decorated. But I also figured Sarah would want it decorated in a very specific way. Uh-huh. This served two functions, right? Like I couldn't decorate it without her noticing. But also, if she did it herself, she'd be pleased with it. <laughs> so that morning, <laughs> the other title of my autobiography. <laughs> so when we were supposed to, we were supposed to like decorate together. I found a place. To be held up. I was like, oh no, I can't remember what it was, but like, oh, this is taking longer than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I came towards the end to help, like, put up the final things. But she'd done everything already. <laughs> and she already told you the nonsense with the nails. Uh-huh. And <laughs> with the clothes. And she was, she was just sort of happily oblivious the whole day. People were being way less tactful than I hoped they would be. <laughs> so the whole time I'm behind her going... <laughs> Jerry's making a face, guys. Yeah, you, you, that's not. Um, no, I, I'm sure they can hear my face. He's making bug eyes. <laughs> I'm and doing things with my hands. Setting his jaw. <laughs> I look very disapproving <laughs> at all times. Um, and so I, I'm like, I'm giving people faces behind her and, um, doing the slashing motion. The slashing motion. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but she doesn't seem to be noticing anything the whole time, though. Everybody feels just a little... T- like, Greg. Um, was Greg there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Greg doesn't even usually hang out with our group. He was going to be my best man. And we somehow got him out. I was like, hey, you know, it'd be great if Greg came. Which I thought would be an immediate indicator. <laughs> but nothing. Um, and so... We, the strange grouping of people, went to Roadhouse. So we got a table and we all ate and everything was real casual. It was awesome. We head back and I start setting up the tech. I have a Mm -hmm. DVD player ready to go. I've got the DVD. I've tested the DVD. The DVD works. I've tested the DVD 150 times. It works. I show up. Everything is fine. Um, I'm wearing the shirt. 
you know? Um, and, and so everything's like getting set up. We've got a blanket in the back for everybody to sit on. Sarah's making cocoa mm-hmm. for her own thing and popcorn. And um, the movie is not playing. <laughs> the DVD is not reading in the player. And so I'm, I'm kind of freaking out. And everyone else is kind of freaking out. <laughs> so we get Mary Lewis, who I think we talked about earlier, who has wisdom mm-hmm. seeping out of her. And we <laughs> sent her in. We said, Mary, distract Sarah. <laughs> Mary did no such thing and needed not do any such thing because I was just totally in Mary. Like... Just making the cocoa. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm there freaking out. I'm like, I'm all the tech I know in the world. I'm, I'm like trying to put into this. I'm like, I'm going through the settings. I'm like, how do I? Oh, I'm freaking out. Nothing's happening. It's not working. It's not picking up the disc. And somebody says like, oh, we need another player. Does anybody know of another one? And I had a moment of realization. I have a PS2 in the back of my car. But it hasn't worked in months. It wouldn't read anything. But it's all we've got. So I run out. And I think by passing Sarah, I'm like, the DVD is not working. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, okay. (laughs) I'm running out the door. (laughs) And I'm like shuffling through like all the crap in the back of my my stupid beaten old Grand Am at the time. And there's like... There's a lifetime of... Th- there's a crutch in there that I used to use to, like, excuse my lateness in school. Um, oh in college, for a while, if I was really late, I'd show up with the crutch, and I'd... Because I was a monster. Yeah. Um, a tennis racket that you no longer use ever. Yeah, just all there sorts just of stuff. There was so much stuff in his trunk all the time. Um, I was ready for anything. And I find this old PS2 and a control on the thing, and I bring it out to the back... And we plug it in, and it powers up, so that's good, mm. uh, because I'm pretty sure at some point it rained into the car. Um, and it powers up, and I pop out whatever game's in there, and I put the DVD in, and it's not loading. Nothing's happening. And I'm glad I don't know what I expected. And there's this surreal moment <laughs> where we all calm down, and we hold hands in a circle around a PS2, <laughs> and we pray. <laughs> Like, and I'm, I'm like half looking and half like keeping an eye on Sarah who's just like floating around the kitchen, <laughs> right? Making cocoa and all sorts of things. And we are praying on a Sony PlayStation 2 in the backyard. Father, Father, this is, if this is your will, please help us. I know this cannot work, but you can move mountains inside of this thing. And it, a little gold disc pops up on the screen. And the DVD is ready to play. Yeah. And there was a cheer outside. <laughs> I did hear that from inside, and I did think that was strange. <laughs> and so I started up. Um, I was really glad Sarah wasn't there because I thought there'd be like a. a me- I thought he was able to emulate the the disc menu, mm-hmm. uh, which at this point I'm realizing would not have tipped her off at all because I don't think anything could have. <laughs> right, like the, the Lord gave me that gift. Um, yeah, and Sarah's blur- brain shall be clouded this day, <laughs> yes. right? But um, it, it immediately started, and so I pause the thing, and Sarah comes out, and everybody takes their seats, 
right? And um, we start the movie. And we're like, there's just this tension on everybody except Sarah. (laughs) We're watching the movie like the world is going to end if we miss any of it. It's very (laughs) weird. Um, People are shushing. Right. Well, well, I'm going to go on. (laughs) So, movie's coming up and we're about five minutes out from where it's going to be. And then suddenly there's a roar. Like, just a dull roar. Not on the... Like, at first I'm thinking it's the film. I'm like, what is going on? An airplane is flying so slowly overhead. We're about three minutes out now, and it's still going. We can still hear it. We can't hear the screen. We can't hear anything. It passes, and we've got about three minutes. And I'm there. All of us, they're like... Oh, Pause, actually. We're going to go back in time a couple of minutes here, maybe 15 minutes, because about, I don't know, 10 minutes into the movie, it starts skipping. Mm. It starts skipping and freezing and, like, slightly, like, reverse. And Sarah, we're all like, oh, my goodness, what's happening? Sarah's like, we can put on another movie. And we're all like, in unison, no! Not being sketchy at all. And she's not noticing a thing. Nope. <laughs> and it'll play for a little while then start skipping she goes seriously guys we can no <laughs> and eventually it works itself out and the stupid plane flies overhead <laughs> we've got about three minutes and it looks like everything is in the clear and then one of my groomsmen to be starts chatting up one of the bridesmaids loudly <laughs> it wasn't even a casual thing loudly we're about two minutes out. The Joker is in the room. He's talking to the gangsters. Right? He looks like he's cornered. He looks like he's in trouble. And I look like I'm in trouble. Because this guy is talking. <laughs> and doesn't seem to be noticing everybody going... And she is like... I can see the desperation on half her face. And she's looking this way going... Later. 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 We, we can talk later. Whatever. And he's like... He's just bringing up like random stuff. Like He's just trying to talk. Um, and then... The look of realization on his face when he looked up and saw where we were. Because I told everybody, Mm -hmm. this is the scene. This is the scene. This is the timestamp. You can set a timer for it. (laughs) You can do whatever you need to do to remember not to get in the way of this. Uh And we are seconds out. And he's still talking. We are seconds out. The Joker is about to smash the guy's head down. And he realizes. And he stops talking. And at this point, I am... Furiously on one knee. (laughs) And it starts up. And there's no hitch in it. Sarah sort of like double takes back at me when. But like, Mm -hmm. but I I, only kind of. Which was weird to me because I thought you would have noticed that was on one knee, but you just sort of like. It's almost as if you only looked at my face. I did. I did not know you looked were already thing, on one knee. Looked at a thing, looked at my face, looked right immediately back at <laughs> the screen. As if I mastered teleportation. <laughs> but, you know, into the second dimension. And, um... And so it goes off. And she turns. And I'm in the shirt. <laughs> Which I feel is, like, the most important thing. Mm. Um, I'd sync the whole thing together. And she said yes. 
Um, so you think I mo- might say no? I didn't think you'd say no. Did movie Joey propose or did... did real life Joey Real life propose. Joey okay. Movie Joey acted as the perfect wingman. No. Nah. Yeah. He said that. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you for logging us through. Uh, we were at a party recently and you told us a story. And I thought it would be like a perfect way to end talking about y'all's relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Am I the only one who doesn't know what story we're talking about? Yeah, I guess so. Maybe. So um, the story starts with with Joey being in the restroom where he spends most of his time. Yes. Uh, This could be any (laughs) number of stories. (laughs) And there was a spider. Oh, you went and told the story. Yeah, I did. You beautiful monster. <laughs> uh, do you want to tell it? Um, no, you can tell it. All right. Well, um, a couple of days ago, we we were getting home really late at night. It was a Friday night's recovery, and we have this little weekly tradition of going to Whataburger with some mm-hmm. friends after recovery and. Um, staying there until an unholy hour of the evening and going home and going straight to bed. Um, but as is also traditional, Joey went to the bathroom first and, um, I hear him wash his hands and then come out and he's like, Sarah, Sarah, come here, come here, I need your help. And I was like, so I get up and he was like, there's a spider. You need to kill it. We have a, an arrangement in our marriage. Yes. I kill the roaches. Yes. She I kills the spiders. Well, this one was uh, a little bit out of my price range. <laughs> <laughs> it was about the size of my hand. It was a very large spider. I believe uh, my, I think my dad called it a huntsman spider. Is that... Huh. It was... Small body, long legs. It was a creature from the depths of perdition. That's what it was. Well, the first thing I do is grab my phone, which irritated Joey to know it. I was like, well, I have to take a picture. You're wasting time. (laughs) Did you get a picture? I did. I did get a picture. You guys can post it if you want. Um, and, And that's when I realized I don't really want to kill this thing. Like... I I got scared of it. Like I I was like, what if it jumps on my face after I snack it? What if it doesn't die? Or worse, I have killed a spider before, and a million of its babies come just pouring out yeah. of its corpse, yeah. and um, that's kind of the worst. And I was like, that's gonna make Joey freak out even more. <laughs> so I'm going, Joey. I don't think I can kill it. He was like, Sarah, you have to kill it. You have to kill it. I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna throw. Up. Uh, I'm gonna I, throw couldn't, up. I couldn't look at it. He couldn't look at it without almost throwing up. I don't know what it is. It's like something about the way they move. Or something about how surely they're demons. <laughs> but I cannot I can't even look at a spider. I can't I can't look at a rendering of a spider. Like unless it's the most cartoonish. It has to be a circle and eight sticks. <laughs> That's what I'm talking I tried recently watching the nineteen seventy, I think seventy six Charlotte's Web. Okay. And I couldn't. Oh, 
bless you. Because of her stupid, her intelligent hands <laughs> and her hairy torso. Isn't that a cartoon? It, it is, is a, a cartoon. cartoon. Yeah. So, as we're discussing who's going to hit this thing, and we're both wearing like one chancla and then holding one chancla, <laughs> and the broom is in the room now. Enter Sugar. Uh, yeah, enter the cat. She's like, oh, what's over here? And so um, then the spider sort of like crawls down the wall and onto the shower and on, then onto the cat box. And, um, you know, Sugar's trying to get up all in our business. So we immediately take her and um, Sugar's our cat, by the way. Not a human. Not a human. <laughs> and uh, we shove her into a closet. So she's screaming in the background as long as she can. Like, I want to kill the spider. <laughs> Which sounds a lot like, meh. <laughs> yeah, she does. She, so she's just screaming in the closet while we're screaming at each other. Like, you have to kill it. No, you have to kill it. And, um, and now it's on the cat box. And so we're just sort of like scooting, rotating the cat box with the broom from inside the tub across the, across the bathroom. And and then I'm like I can't see it I can't see it and uh, and it's it's sort of like underneath the little lip on the side of the and it's just so nasty it's just <laughs> it's the grossest thing ever and I don't really even have an aversion to spiders like as long as they're smaller than my hand then most of the time I'm gonna pick it up on a piece of paper and put it outside because you know they kill bugs that actually do it which is me. also an intense betrayal you're supposed to kill them. <laughs> Yeah, he thinks that I killed them all. Um, there's been a there's been a couple of times that, as a mercy, I will have lied to him. He'll go, "Is it dead? Are you sure?" And I'll be like, 50% sure that it's dead." And I'll be like, "Yes, I'm positive that it's." Dead. I'm gonna start doing that with the roaches. Wow. Look, a roach is either dead or it's not, and it has to be disposed of. So. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, it's dead. <laughs> uh. So we're we're like, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? I don't want to hit it. It's gonna come at. It's gonna run at me. It's gonna run at me. Which is always what you don't want a, a bug to do. And for some reason, they always do that. Yeah. Like they're they're like a chihuahua. They think they're a bigger dog than they are, and and they'll run at you like a roach. Like like wh- why why are you gonna run at me? You know why spider? Why are you gonna run at my feet? I'm a giant. You know compared to you. You are very small, but, you know, then I'm, like, <laughs> flailing and falling over and stuff. So, I'm like, go find some bug spray. I'm going to watch it. You go find some bug spray. Well, he comes back much faster than I thought he did because I thought he was going to go to the kitchen where I thought the bug spray was. Well, he comes back with, like, hornet killer. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, that's a bit intense for this spider. I was like, will this, will this work? And so, he Googles it and he's like... It'll work. You know what's funny? Huh? Leonardo and I, we had like indoor use raid under the kitchen. I know. Sink. I know. That's what I was talking about when I asked for bug spray. But, you know, at the time, we were both in what we like to call panic mode, uh, which it's happens. It's right next to the danger zone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're they're highly related. Yeah. Um, they're highly, the, the danger zone and the panic mode are very highly related. And, um, so 
we decide that we're going to spray it with the poison and it's now worked its way over to a corner by the toilet and so Joey's in the shower that has a glass lighting door and I'm sort of like half in half out of the shower with the glass lighting door and I'm like pointing it and being like no pointing it and being like no and then Tyler's like I'm gonna he was like I don't think you can reach it from here and I was like this thing says it'll spray 25 feet I think I can reach it from here so I like spray it and it direct hit you know it is sort of like spider flailing now and um and it runs behind the toilet and we're like just waiting with the shower door closed (laughs) and um it comes around but it's moving pretty quickly so we like i just (laughs) like make it rain all over that spider and joey's like i'm still gonna have to whack it so he opens the shower door and smacks it with a um a shoe and now it's dead and so the panic is starting to wear off and that's when we realize like oh we just doused our bathroom in wasp killer poison which is incredibly potent yeah and that's when we read the bottle that says never spray indoors ever ever and it's like the only bold thing on the whole can (laughs) and i'm i'm like now it's it, it says if you come into contact with like skin and the poison you're supposed to rinse for 15 to 20 minutes so i'm in the shower like rinsing my hands and feet which is what came into contact and uh, i'm like i'm having joey google like google why you're not supposed to spray it indoors find out why you're not supposed to spray it indoors and i'm just like washing my hands over and over again and he's like i can't find anything there's nothing on that and we're yelling at each other and it's four in the morning and um and the more we're reading things online, the more we're losing clothes because it's like you're supposed to remove all of the affected uh, clothing. So now we're naked, yelling at each other to Google things. Like we're taking turns. And I'm washing my hair over and over again, and and uh, and I'm like, I'm looking, I'm looking, like, uh, and you know, I'm we're looking up for the. The active ingredient, so I'm having to type in like parallelithin like a million times into Google because it won't remember for some reason. And and by the like by the time we had rinsed properly, I was just like, you know what? This is all under quarantine. <laughs> We're just gonna shut the door. We're gonna go to bed. And we'll reassess in the morning. And meanwhile, the cat is. Shouting in the background. <laughs> nah, by that time I think she had fallen asleep because she we tuckered had, herself out. We really had right. been fighting a spider for like an hour. <laughs> and uh, in the morning, I felt pretty pathetic. I was like, I really should have just smacked that thing with a shoe. Like I had so many regrets. I had so many regrets. Like why didn't I kill it when it was on the wall? And then why didn't I kill it when it was over by the shower? And then why did I spray all that poison? Um, but our bathroom's really clean now because <laughs> I mopped like four times. And uh, moral of the story: just just kill it. Just kill the spider. Just kill the spider. Don't spray wasp stuff. Yeah, don't. Your house. Yeah, PSA: <laughs> public service announcement for anyone who's not <laughs> just us. Yeah. <laughs> Well, when you told me that story, I thought of, um, we were living over by where Joey used to live, where he grew up, um, mm-hmm. at the Canterbury house, 
and there was a big spider, not anything near the size of what you described, but a, a large spider in the bedroom. And I didn't get to it fast enough because Leslie doesn't kill things. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't want to get close to them, but I didn't get to it fast enough and it disappeared. Mm. You, could, you didn't sleep that night. We didn't sleep in our bedroom that night. <laughs> we, we took the mattress, the top mattress from the bed, shook it out, and removed it to another room, and that's where we slept. Yep. Because and we closed the doors to the bedroom. We moved it into the loft area. Yeah. We closed the doors to the bedroom and put I put <laughs> blankets and, and towels, towels up against the bottom of the door, because if that spider was in there, it was not going to come out. <laughs> Yep. Spiders are no joke. No. no. Especially not in our household because <laughs> at later Joey goes like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say all those things. <laughs> I was just really angry because there was a spider. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell at you either. I was just really scared that there was poison all over me. <laughs> so we had both lived through just a few of our nightmares that evening. Me, blindness, him, spiders, you know. <laughs> One perhaps a little more dire than the other. <laughs> spiders. Just I maybe. knew you were going to say this. So thank you guys for continuing to listen to us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah, it's another two-parter where we get to spend some time with some really good friends of ours. Um, I love hearing other people's stories. I love telling our story. Obviously, we have this podcast. Yeah. Uh, but I also love hearing other people's stories. And, and when you get to, to spend time with people, um, I don't know. I mean, now that we're recording them, it's, it's different, I know. But it's still really cool to go back in and think about these times in our lives where so much like love was happening uh-huh. it's really cool yeah I think my favorite thing is the past two episodes we've uh, recorded the intros and the outros while lying in bed you're so funny it's so wonderful <laughs> <laughs> guys I'm tired <laughs> I feel like I live my life tired well again thank you for joining us this week um, if you want to reach out to us, you can find us at so this is love at yahoo.com. Um, Instagram, I don't know what it is. So this is love podcast. Facebook, so this is love podcast. Twitter, so this is love 10. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, that, and that's that's all the stuff, right? Yeah, that's you all. You need to go to our website, visit our website, so this is love.org. Yeah, and you know, we're still wondering how most of you are listening. I'm thinking about putting up a poll on the Facebook page. Oh, yeah? So, um, if you do listen, I would love to know how you listen to us. Yeah, because we've we've been listening to podcasts um, since last year, and we have iPhones, so we've only been using iTunes, and I've heard of Pocket Cast, we've heard of Stitcher, uh, and I just... I don't know, like, if that would be any better to use something like that. Obviously, other people like different things. Not everybody, well, I mean, not everybody has an iPhone. But still, I wonder if it's worth, like, downloading Pocket Cast or or something like that. We've been listening to the Bright Sessions. Mm -hmm. Super cool. 
half, almost more than halfway through. Yeah, the Bright Sessions is good. Um, I also, I listened to a um, musical podcast. I forgot what it's called. Ah, we'll Find out it, next week. We'll put it on the, the notes. <laughs> But uh, again, thank you guys so much for coming back. We really appreciate it. Uh, we hope you have a great week. And we'll see you next. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.